0: Of course the Lexus golden opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers but it's also about the luxury of versatility with space for the unexpected
1: and the freedom of a summer day all coming together for you at the perfect moment don't miss your perfect moment to experience exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus utility vehicles now until September 3rd experience amazing at your Lexus dealer Log talk radio. All right. What's going on everybody? Welcome to Roman Max 2 cents where we talk about any and everything and then we give our 2 cents. Uh uh well uh happy good Friday to everyone. You know, for those that recognize, you know, this uh this, this time of the year. Um you know, a lot of things happened this week. Uh comedy world, we know we lost uh Charlie Murphy. We um we had the incident, you know, going on with uh San Bernardino where you know the the children were, you know, were um one it was the two children got got shot. Yeah. And yeah, two children were you know were you know were killed along with the uh, with the teacher by her you know by her husband. But uh, let me uh, get the co host on the on the line right right quick. Um yo uh Karun Bay and uh Sugar Booga, what's happening? Hey. What's going down? Uh,
2: nothing
3: much, shape, Jeff, are you gonna respond? Yeah, you all what's up? He's eating the Twizzler right I'm now. I'm here. All right,
1: man, say something, bro. Shit. Uh, um, yeah, you know, so obviously we know we'll go right into that. Well, you know, with all of us being parents, uh, you know that situation out there in San Bernardino is wild. You know, I mean it was a uh, and it was special needs. Not to say that you know special needs are helpless. You know what I'm saying? But it, you know it's a special needs class that was you know really attacked with this with this gun situation. So it's like wow, you know, um, it, it's a rough situation for any, for any parent to deal with, you know, obviously, but you know, it's, it's, it's already a lot going into dealing with the, you know, a, a special, a special needs child. And then to, you know, you would hope that obviously nothing happens to them going to any school special needs or, you know, or, or any, or any child, but this is, you know, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty rough situation. So, um, you know, obviously this is something that's, you know, that's, that's, that's going to, uh, obviously haunt these, you know, these, these, uh, these kids one, and then the parents of the kids, you know, forever, uh, you know, so I just want to know what you, what you guys, uh, I'll say well, I'll say you, Ebony being, being, a mom, being the mom, uh, what was your, um, initial thought when you saw this story about, you know, the, the San Bernardino, um, uh, shooting,
2: Man, that's crazy. It seems like there's just too many school shootings going around these days. And I don't know. It's it's crazy. It really is. Um, my my child hasn't actually started school yet, but, man, I'm terrified, you know. <laughs> that's something that you, now you have to worry about, you know. You worry about bullying, and now you got to worry about somebody coming up and shooting the school up. I mean, it's it's crazy, you know. Nerve wracking to to think that that's something that's now on every parent's mind. Now is you know you send your kid to school and um, you hope they come out safe that day. You hope not let happen. You know what I mean? It's, it, yeah, that's a little stressful.
1: Yeah, he just signed in as a uh, you know he was just signing in as a as a as a fucking guest. You know, saying like normal. You know what I mean? Um, he went straight in the classroom. Obviously, he aimed for her, and she had two kids behind her at the time, and those were the ones that got hit. And then, you know, I think when he saw like, you know, officers coming, that's when he off. Excuse me, that's when he off himself. So it's um tra- tragic, man. Karumbe, what you uh, what's your what's your thoughts on it, bro? Yo. Yeah, man.
3: Uh, me. The first thing I thought about was like, and I don't know, like when stuff like that happened, I'm like, what do they do for somebody to like, they go to that kind of extreme? And then I thought about like, when I went to school, we had police officers at the school. And I know you was like, they showed up later, but they used to always be police officers. Cause maybe because I went to a, you know, a badder school in a worse like neighborhood district or whatever. But it was always police officers, like, there, like, 24-7 when you're at school. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, maybe they need to have that more now, you know, assigned officers at school because, hey, it's, it's to the point where they need it. Like, I don't care what school you're at, you might need a metal detector. You might need, a, you know, police officers there around the clock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The school ain't safe no more. I mean my school wasn't safe because of crazy stuff like that. I'm not like somebody coming to the school and shooting it, but you know, like things like like gang fights and all the rest of that stuff. So I'm I'm thinking now that it's hitting more of the the uh the upper schools and stuff like that, it's it's becoming something that need to be watched but they they implemented those kind of things on the schools I grew up in a long time ago, yeah, I mean
1: That's- growing growing up we had uh you know we had an officer in our in our school, you know what I'm saying, well a few uh maybe through i want to say three three officers that would just you know walk around um you know the school, and then it was one time where I don't know why, like we we I I think it was around my 10th or 11th grade year where it just took like it seemed like it was taking forever for kids to get into school and turns out that they had metal detectors. You know what I'm saying at the high school, you know, for us to come in. I like I was like, "Wow." You know what I'm saying? Like, "Who the fuck is for one, what what we need this for at school?" You know, but you know, with with everything that's been going on you know, in you know, since then, since then, and that was 2001, 2002 time frame when I was like, you know, in, in 10th and 11th grade. So I can imagine, you know, just everything that's, you know, that's, that's gone, that has gone, gone, gone on since then, you know, so it's, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, no, it's just tragic, you know, it's tragic that we we still have to come to, you know, to just, to such a pass. you know, and, um, you know, all we can do is just definitely, you know, um, well wishes to the family going through, you know, this, this, you know, this hurtful time, you know, to lose an eight-year-old son, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this, this shit is rough, man. I'm not even going to pretend to act like I know, you know what I'm saying, what that feel like? because I don't, and, um, you know, we just, uh. You know, just try to, to watch over our kids as much as we can, man. Um speaking of kids, you know, you definitely want to watch over kids. Any time that, you know, eight year olds are driving their four year old sister to McDonald's after, you know, watching a, a YouTube video. So it's like, you know, I I, I, I won't I don't even know what to think about, you know, <laughs> as far as that goes, but hold on, let me um let me get uh let me get um Evan on the line real quick, he's calling in. Yo, slick. What up? What up? Ain't hey, nothing, man. Just here. Uh, you know, we just talked about the San Bernardino shooting. You know, I'm pretty sure you saw that as well, bro. And um, you know, just uh, if, if before yeah, before we get into this uh, this this lit, the new topic, I was about to talk about the uh, McDonald's uh, thing where the eight year old drove his four year old sister to get uh, you, know, a, you know a cheeseburger or, or something. Um, From from McDonald's, but I want to know, uh, you know, just your thoughts on this whole San Bernardino shooting. You know, I mean, how did that, you know, really uh, affect you when you, you know, when you saw the story?
0: Well, you know, I'm into the um, domestic violence thing. I'm 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 real uh, deep into it as far as uh, trying to get something started to prevent things from happening, um, and actually taking action on these uh, signs that pop up because you know something was going on before he went in there shooting. No, there had to be signs where she called, or there's some type of domestic violence issue that's on paper before this happened. So
3: I was saying the um, same thing, man.
0: Yeah, and I think that we, as a society, we don't we downplay domestic violence too much because for the most part, we like to say it's not our business, and it is our business because mm-hmm. we end up getting killed. You know, we don't we don't take it to consideration that these women are in these situations and they really want to get out but sometimes they just can't it's like somebody being on drugs It's like it's, they're afraid to get out of that situation you really have to help them, you got to pull them out you can't just say it's your choice all the time because sometimes they don't have the power to make that choice so I think with the San Bernardino thing it was it was just another instance where it just got too far and went to the last um, to the worst case scenario and we need to do something to stop it that's for damn sure
1: right Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, man. Um, You know, we definitely need to do something about, um, you know, domestic, domestic violence and, you know, just how it affects, you know, our, our society. Um, You know, I I always, I get into a lot of debates at work in regards to like sports, especially with um, the NFL, you know, how like the NFL pretends that, you know, they're, therefore uh domestic violence you know i mean not for domestic violence but you know you know really just uh, you. Uh, protect you know protecting those that are affected by you know domestic violence yet they get caught sweeping a lot of things under the rug that have to deal with you know females being battered and bruised and are guys given you know the opportunity to you know to play again like shortly after doing you know, the committing such an offense for instance you know the young kid that's coming out of um you know, the oh yeah the young kid that's coming out of Oklahoma this year. I believe his name is Joel Mixon, and you know that incident where he you know slapped the shit out of that white girl in the uh, in a restaurant. You know, and his excuse for that was that you know when she hit him, he thought it was a dude. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Man? That you right. know, that's that's a female dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't ain't no female hitting you that damn hard. You know what I'm saying?
0: Now, was that the case? Was that the one I was on video?
1: Yeah, on video, man.
0: All right. Yeah, it came out like last year, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. He slapped her, walked out, and that was it. Right. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, you know, and then you got the, you know, obviously the Ray Rice scenario, and he's taking all the precautions it takes really to get back into the NFL. And they're basically treating this guy, you know, what I mean, like second class citizen with this with this shit. So it's like picking and choosing right. you know, what you know, how serious we're taking, the, you know, domestic violence. That's that's the issue right. I have. You know what I mean, as far as like if we're if we're going to be, you know, uh, serious about these issues, we need to be serious about all issues that are affected with domestic violence. Not so much just the, uh, you know, all the picking. Oh, well, he's not a popular player, so we don't need him. Oh, he can make me a lot of money. So, yeah, I don't worry about it, man. He that, that girl, that girl had it coming or something like that. You know, I don't know what goes on with these guys' heads. You know, as far as like, you know, disciplinary action that must be taken for you know domestic violence. But definitely, um, I'm with you, man. Something's got to get done.
0: Um,
1: yeah. So we uh, you yeah, I'm saying, you know, um, as you called called in, uh, Evan, man. Uh, we were to talk- about to discuss how this uh, this eight year old uh, drove his um four year old sister. To uh to McDonald's, you know, uh after watching a driving uh you uh, learning how to drive a U- YouTube tutorial, man, and I, I just thought that was um pretty interesting. You know, it's pretty interesting story. So I uh, was wondering,
2: you know, what you
1: guys, yeah, what you what you guys thought about, you know, thought about that. Um, you know, so yeah, how would yeah how would you feel? I would say uh e uh, if your um if you if your son you know drove <laughs> drove to McDonald's. Yeah, 8 years old
0: well what's funny is my uh, my 9 year old is in the truck with me right now listening to the show and um, if he jumped in and took my truck and took H into McDonald's and made it <laughs> made it to McDonald's got some food uh, first if they came back alive I'd be astounded second um, you know some, some asses are going to get whooped but at what point did I fail as a parent <laughs> where he could think he should jump in and take off I don't know the story, I didn't see it yet, so I guess I got to yeah. look up that story. But that is that is hilarious. How did you get caught?
1: Because a lot of people seen him on the road and then you know they started alerting authorities. I'm reading the story right now, man, and um it, you know it they it's like it, they were literally a mile and a half from the house and I think a fa- yeah, it says a family friend was inside the re- the restaurant and spotted the children and they called, and, you know, they called the the grandparents to come pick them up. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, so, 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 uh, so, so, so Bay man, what you think about, um, you know, obviously your kid going to be <laughs> driving to McDonald's, you're just
3: getting cravings. Oh, um, that is most definitely an asshole. I don't care for the fans out there who don't believe in it, they're going to they be ass whooping going on. I but know. I did have uh, two friends when I was in middle school that stole the school bus and drove do a drive through so uh, we, had, wow. we had the same situation well, we didn't be... have, um they didn't have
1: they didn't steal the school bus and went to like a drive thru. They stole the school bus and drove it around the um you nope. know the neighborhood 'cause our we had a school in the back of our neighborhood, man. That shit was pretty pretty uh pretty wild.
3: Yeah, they got they had to go to juvenile for that, so but you not a bus drive usually far from the side of the road. Like, when they picked tutors up and all yeah. the was on it, and they took the, they took the bus they thought it was funny, and they took the bus and drove off. But I most definitely know they mom cooked they ass.
0: Boy, <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Yeah, man. So, Ebony, uh, I'll ask you. Obviously, you guys shared the same child, but uh, what, what would be your uh, response to your child driving to, uh, you know, McDonald's, um, obviously, <laughs> obviously, that much underage?
2: Dude, you know, that, that's a smart kid right there. YouTube, you you learn how to drive a car just off of YouTube. I Oh, was, 23. I, was I knew how to drive and fly right 23. So that's why, that's crazy. Maybe they need to change the age for drivers, you know? No, I'm just kidding. I man, I had to worry uh, with all to look
0: up a YouTube
3: video. That's that's intelligence. You know what's wild is that the kid took
1: money from his piggy bank, man, to uh to take his. You know, they get
3: four-year-olds to, to get, um, you know, something that's to crazy. eat. That's
0: love right there.
2: He loves, Keep he loves them
3: really. down, man. They might be indie drivers in the future. Oh, <laughs>
2: this love. is in Ohio.
3: The story, yeah,
1: story comes out of Ohio. That's just love
2: right there.
1: You know. <laughs> so, uh, with us, uh, you know, us being, uh, you, know, mili- you know, mil, you know, military affiliated. Um, the, I just read that the Navy has decided that they're going to ban e-cigarettes, you know, for, um, you, you know, for, for, for anyone, you know, that's, you know, that's probably in the Navy, then, uh, cr- fleets all across, you know, the world, they're, they're, they're banning e-cigarettes. And so uh, we figure what you guys think, you know, think about that, you know, um, I know, I know for sure, I know a few people at my job that uh, they're Air Force affiliate and contracted though but they they um they definitely used you know the you know the the vapor stuff and you know the e-cigarettes basically so that I can I don't I don't I don't, I'm me not being a smoker I don't really I don't see, it doesn't affect me but I mean you know I was thought figure what 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 uh, what you guys thought on the whole the whole nature of uh of banning e-cigarettes so yeah. I'll go with um no, I go with uh, uh, ebony on this.
2: Um, yeah, like more than half of my shop vape. So, um, I don't, I don't see, a, I don't understand why there's are preventing it. I mean, I can understand if it was like a safety hazard type of deal, where you know, like causing fires or things like that. But, um, I haven't, you know, experienced or heard of any negative, you know, anything negative attached to the cigarette, or you know, in regards to like safety, like on a ship or anything like that, or at work. Um, So I mean I don't I don't know I think it's a little bit But I mean you know I don't know if they ban cigarettes honestly, you know just regular smoking, but come yeah, on, call it's it an e-cigarette, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I think that might be a little excessive right yeah. there, you know. Here's
1: dry. Yep. All right, Yep. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So Jeff, man, what you think about the, the banning of e six?
3: The Jeff, you still there? Yeah, I'm here, man. I, I don't see what the big deal is, man. I mean, have they banned tobacco yet? Like, chewing tobacco?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't right, think yet.
3: so. So why would they ban e-cigarettes? They ain't banned yeah, normal know. cigarettes, did they?
1: Nope. Yeah, we, nope. We're picking, nope. Choosing, nah, we're picking and choosing what we're, uh, <laughs> what's, what's a health hazard again. You know what I'm saying? Uh it's never something that's, like, written across the board that, this is bad for your health. Don't you know? So we're not gonna, you know. Obviously, it's outlawed, but you know, it is what it, it, is, what it is, man. But uh, but uh, yo, Evan, what you
0: think about it, man? Man, once again, we got our government picking and choosing what they want to do, and it's influenced by money. So if they ain't banned actual cigarettes yet, they shouldn't be messed with nobody else's stuff. I don't smoke. I don't care. I'm anti everything, no. but that that's a picking and choosing thing. You know what I'm saying? The military should have banned cigarettes decades ago. That's killing more people than anything. I don't know what the e cigarettes do or how dangerous they are. I don't really care. But it just can't say, okay, you guys can't do that. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah, what isn't
1: gonna
2: kill you these days? Ain't
1: nothing healthy for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, you know, um another you know, another topic jump into obviously our uh They ain't banned that practice. bacon. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the 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 uh the president, you know, obviously had the uh the military drop a twenty one thousand pound bomb on ISIS in oh, Afghanistan. Wow. You know, um that bomb supposedly killed thirty six ISIS fighters. And uh but what what I stand behind and you know it's funny that like, you know, I the ISIS was funded And you know, I feel like I stand behind it that the ISIS funded by the US government. So we're basically bombing ourselves, you know, but it is what it is. You know, they can take that for what it, they can take that for what it's worth. But, um, it's just very interesting. You know, obviously we got this going on and then other things going on in the world where, you know, North Korea is basically like getting pretty, 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 pretty rough with, you know, with Trump because, you know, they're denying that the whole, the whole war thing, but they said if Trump wants to go to war, they'll be ready for it. So it's, Shit getting real. Shit, shit, I shit's got their belief shit's gonna get real. I think we have a president that acts on impulse versus, you know, logic, you know, so who knows what's to come next of this whole situation. But I just wanted to you know, obviously see what you guys felt about, you know, one the uh you know, the bombing and uh in, in Afghanistan, Afghanistan and then, you know, possibly possible going to war with North Korea. Um the sides are definitely unmatched based off of, you know, the, the countries, um, you know, affiliated with each other. It's like the U S and 18 other countries versus four, you know? Um, but just, just wanted to get, uh, you know, uh, you know, your your thoughts on it, uh, Evan, what you, what you think about it, bro? All
0: right. Well, uh, with the Moab, which is a, which is a beautiful piece of equipment, I think, you know, I, I'm always pro-military and stuff. Um, however, I think, uh, Trump is that dude that you'd be out in the bar and he the one that can't fight, but all of the boys can fight and he start to fight. Mm-hmm. That That's yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that, um I think we kind of went a little too far with that, but I'm not a strategist. I don't know what the deal was. I hope it leads to something better. I'm not sure what benefits that it had, but um, in regards to North Korea and Syria um, and Russia, because that's, you know, all three of those tied together. We we will win this war, of course. However, the toll that it will take on the economy and on if anybody dies, if if one person dies from our military or allied forces, that's just too many. And I think it's just because North Korea postures up all the time. You know, they always talking shit, barking outside the fence. Um, Syria messed with their own people inside their own house. You know what I'm saying? Russia standing outside instigating shit, you know, and we like, well, we do something about it. Well if y'all didn't see it, they're moving ships into the Gulf of Mexico. And you know, as not not us, not our ships, you know what I'm saying? So if, if it goes down, it's gonna go down. Hopefully it's conventional, whereas like our power gets their power, not guerrilla forces, you know what I'm saying? Because North Korean people come here trying to bomb some shit like ISIS, we fucked. because I can't tell them from anybody at the Chinese restaurant. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are my thoughts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Death to Ming! God damn it, man. Yeah.
3: That's racist.
1: That is. That's that very racist, man. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, yeah.
1: it's very funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny we observe. It, it's it's what's well, important, really, <laughs> with this situation. Obviously, fun is fun. Jokes is jokes. But just to embrace, like, the different, obviously, different cultures. And it's just very funny how, like, you know, different races have their like token jokes on them. So like whenever someone Asian you know you know you you tend to do like the Asian accent and shit like that Uh, you know but it's just you know it's interesting to hear people's other you know other people's uh, I would say impression of what you know a black person sounds like or what you know an Aladdin person would sound like and what a you know obviously what a white person would sound like man it's uh, you know I think again fun is fun jokes is jokes man um you know like for us there's always like some hip-hop slang with us and shit and the white people are known for talking very proper and then uh some would even say you know you know latins you know they, they look that they sing when they you know when they talk or some shit like hey bro you know i do this and that, and some shit you know some shit like that but you know it doesn't make it right it only points out other some some people's ignorance you know what i'm saying it's just that you know obviously we have to learn to grow and live as people and just embrace you know it, you know each other's cultures you know what i'm saying no one's uh, no one's better um than the other obviously one you know one culture has a has the advantage uh economic wise on on some on on most of the others but you know that is that's neither here nor there but um let's let's get um Really, really, um, another another sad moment. Really, um, uh, talk about this week. Me being such a big, a big comedy fan, you know, from I my father. To, I my wanted mom. to
3: chime in on that uh, Trump thing, man. Oh, okay. There's okay, a lot of people that don't know what the doomsday clock is. Right, and it's uh, like uh, the the clock scientists got to like every time we get closer to like the end of the world. I think they say like the end of February. It was like two minutes from midnight. And that's before all the rest of like the whole like um Korea thing and all the rest of that stuff happens
1: right okay um I mean we'll uh well, I mean we'll see what happens, man, everybody wanna play fucking Nostradamus man, so sometimes people make good you know good predictions, other times they don't, but um you know um what what we want to talk about now is. You know, obviously the death of uh, you know Charlie Murphy, man, it's very sudden, very sudden. I know for me, Je- uh, Jeffrey and uh, and Evan, you know what I'm saying. We, uh, man, you know that's that's all we quoted. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> like we were in the Air Force together, almost every day. Uh, you would hear at least Hunt say Hunt was saying
0: Charlie Murphy, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> You know
1: what I'm saying. <laughs> so yo yo yo, let me see who you got on the line. Yo, that Rochelle, that's you.
2: Yes.
1: Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, uh, everybody on the show. This is, uh, you know, obviously a new fan of the show calling in really just to give, you know, her two cents on a couple things. So I just wanted to welcome, you know, Miss Rochelle to the show. So obviously, Rochelle, say hello to everybody and, you know, we'll get, we'll get this thing moving. Well, hello, everyone. Hi.
4: That's a dry hello? on that
1: end. Yeah, very, isn't it? Yo, Jeff, Ab, y'all here? Can y'all hear?
2: I said hello. Hey. Oh, all right. Hey.
1: Hey. Uh, hello. All right. Just making sure, you know, the, the volume. So, you know, no, Rochelle, we're just sitting here talking about, you know, really just uh, me and, you know, and um, everybody that's on the line. We all we all went in the Air Force together. We're just talking about, you know, reflecting on, Char- you know, just Charlie Murphy's uh, brief. I wouldn't say brief, you know, stint of, um, I would say, success, because he's, you know, obviously been there since his brother's been there, but stand out on his own with the Chappelle show. And, uh, you know, it took that it pretty much took everybody, the world by storm with that. Thanks to David Chappelle with the, you know, with the storytelling thing. But, you know, just, you know, just giving a few words about that, what, what we what we liked about him. But um, I'll go with, uh, I'll say, you know, Evan, Evan man, would you want to give your, your 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 thoughts really on uh, on Charlie Murphy, man. What you what you think about his legacy that he's left?
4: Mm-hmm. I don't no, I can't you. see much on them. I'm not really big into comedy like that. I'm sorry for cutting y'all off. So I don't. Okay. Know if I'm not going to sit that's up right. here and like really speak on it.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's right. That's that's cool. Let's, let uh I let um evan say what he's going to say. Go ahead, bro.
0: It's funny because Evan and Ebony sound real close, and I don't know what to talk. I don't know what, when, to, but anyway. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You see, for for us old heads, you know, I'm 35, man. I I seen Charlie Murphy and stuff before, Chappelle show, and um, he was mainly like a, he was like a role player, you know. What I'm saying he was in yeah. Jungle Fever, you know. He was in uh, Players Club, you know. He was in uh, I don't know a couple of other things, man. I was like, oh man, that's Eddie Murphy brother, you know, that's cool as hell. TV, TV man, Four, Chapelle. TV Four, yeah. Oh yeah, see, oh yeah, TV Four, um, but when we You know, got into Chappelle's show, man, and Charlie Murphy was like a major, major staple on that show. And that man, he made the show what it was, pretty much, other than Dave Chappelle, actually. So I I feel like, you know, cancer strikes us all, man, and it's definitely a dilemma that we got to deal with. Um, You know, I'm not huge on conspiracies, but I think there's something. I think cancer can be cured. I think there's a cure out there somewhere. I think it's just too much money in the treatment that it is suppressed. And I I don't think money from any one actor can save them from this mega business of drugging everybody up when they got cancer, you know? It's sad that he had to go, man. We lost a good one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What about, uh, what about you, uh, Karun Bay, man? How do you feel about it, man?
3: Um, I wish like I got to see him more. Like I've seen him in like CB4 and like, you know, players club and some other stuff. But like his humor, like was was spot on, man. It's it's sad that I didn't get to see him like more before he passed, or more shows, or more movies, or you know, like even like his own comedy special, because you can see that he added in him to like be be up there.
1: All right. Yeah. It's um. It's it's tragic, man. But you know we uh you know obviously we're just going to continue to continue to watch all you know all this stuff and you know um do stuff in with it you know in his name and and all that man it's uh it's rough you know for just for being a big fan of comedy all this year me i mean eddie murphy is one of my favorite comedians anyway so it's like i knew about him before i knew you know before i knew of him on his own you know what i mean so it's uh yeah, it's a rough, the rough one, man. I didn't. It definitely caught me by surprise. I don't know about anybody else. It definitely caught me by surprise. I, I yeah. wasn't even quite definitely sure and when, when my when my cousin told me he was like, "Yo, Charlie Murphy died." I, I'm thinking, what the "Fuck, are you talking about?" You know what I'm saying? Right. And then and then you know, I obviously I googled it myself, and you know, there it was. You know what I mean? So it's just it's, it's wild, man. Um, let me uh, let will do jump onto another another subject. Um. When when dating, how soon should you just like discuss uh kids in a relationship? What I mean by that as far as like if you're dating someone and like whether or not you want kids or, or don't want kids. And I'll let the, the newcomer to the show, Rochelle, uh speak on speak on this. Uh so uh yeah, well what you think about it, Bet?
4: Uh I I think I would let it be known from the beginning what my intentions are because I feel like I'm at an age now where I'm not just dating for the, excuse my language for the fuck of it, but, you know, right. I am looking for more and having more kids is something that I want along with marriage. So if me and another person I'm dating, especially if I have interest and I'm investing time in that person, you know, if that's not something they want and we're not on the same accord, I'm not, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to let you know straight from the gate. Like this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. If this is not what you want, you know, we need to go our separate ways. So I definitely think that for me, that's something I let be known from the gate. Okay. I'm looking for marriage. I'm looking for kids, but I ain't trying to marry everybody. You know what I mean? Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. So, Ebony, Ebony, what's
1: your what's your take on that on that as well? Uh, yeah, I agree with the same thing. You know, no off gate. You know what's
2: going on. You know, especially if you want to make it serious. Say, hey, this is what I want. You know. Like, for me, in my situation, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have kids later on in the future. Not right now. You know, um, it, that's something that should be discussed earlier on, so you're not just wasting your time. You know, when you do decide you want to stay them, you have kids, you know, you already know. If that person do not want to have kids, then you do. Well, you know what to do. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what about what about you, Evan? I said Evan, not Ebony, but Evan.
0: It's yeah, I, I know.
1: Well I know. But um yeah. no, no, what's your thoughts
0: on it, bro? Well, I think with the um with the age I'm at, you know, thirty five, man, is I got kids I gotta look after and um and my my vested interests of my heart are very important because, you know, I don't have a whole lot of time to waste anymore. So just like she said, you got to be straight up. And I think uh, discuss, discussing kids is something that you need to be clear on in the very beginning because, oh, kids and marriage, because you got to be clear with the seriousness of what you're doing. Um, if somebody comes into your life, you're like, look, man, we just fucking, you know what I'm saying? All right, cool. That, that's great. Whatever. We just hang out. But somebody comes into your life, and they're like, look, I'm looking for something more. Um, and I'm trying to build my empire with somebody. And that's when you know that this person is down for you no matter what kids, marriage, what have you. You know, I already got kids. I really don't want any more. But if I make enough money, sure. I'll try again. But uh I guess it's all about the intentions of both parties. Both parties you gotta be down for everything before you can even get to a serious discussion about the kids. You know, I gotta get that shit out in the beginning. You gotta be down first. <clears throat> right. All right, Karun you got something you want to add? Possible.
3: Yo, Jeff. Um, I, I don't okay. uh, I do know what to say, man, because be myself. I feel that's like something that I don't like to discuss, like, off-gate with somebody. Like, that's something that you build over time with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you be with somebody for, like, a while, then you, you be with them. You be like, you know, you think about kids later. I don't want to discuss that with someone, like, straight off the point, like, off Sorry. the jump. That that could basically turn some people off, and then later on in their life, they might think a lot of kids.
2: Yeah,
3: well,
1: um, uh, at least for me, I'm, I'm, with the, uh, I'm with the majority on it. Like, after, after years of dating and, you know, making mistakes and... Trying to do things the right way. The best thing to do is just be straight up, up, up front. That way you let them know. That way no one's wasting each other's time. You know, so like I can be like, okay, well, what are you, what are you dating for? Um, what is, what are, you, what are your interests? What are you looking to have? Well, I'm looking to, obviously, I'm dating to, you know, obviously to meet the right one and and be married. And once marriage comes, then you know I definitely want to work on having having kids. And so you can just that's real simple. I mean, if if an individual is, you know like runs off from that, that's not the one you want to be with anyway. And um, you know you can pretty much you know you weed you weed out the weak basically. You know what I'm saying? Not to call anyone you know weak for uh, not not wanting to discuss it, but basically just weed out the people that that you know that's not willing to have that you know discussion with you. So you know you stick to the, the you stick you stick with uh, the individuals that's that's willing to have you know uh, go down the same path as you. Are on the roughly the same page, you know. So I mean, that's uh, I mean, your your take on it, Jeff. Is you know, I guess not a bad. I totally understand that one as well. Um, that's just my um, you know, feelings on that. Um, so with yeah, with having,
3: that was, yeah. yeah yeah. Did you did you um
1: did you, did you give your part on that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I couldn't remember. I- yeah,
2: but um, I, I tried doing that. When I told him I didn't want to have kids, and then I, I tricked him and uh. It like
4: right.
2: too. Yeah, I pretty much got him trapped with a kid right now, so he's stuck for life with me. I told him I didn't want right. to have kids, and I lied to him. So yeah. Yeah. So he's living a sad, and miserable life right now
1: right so with uh so with that being said about kids, do you guys often wonder what most of us being well all of us being parents really that are on the line um do you often worry um about how the world will be when our kids are adults based off of the shit that we see right now
2: yeah. you know,
1: so i'll um I'll pose that to to evan man you know obviously with your the you know obviously being very strongly on domestic violence and i don't i mean i have a you know I have a daughter myself. So I'm definitely, you know, with, with you on that, you know, make sure she's educated enough on, on those things. But what's your, what's your take, man, on, uh, you know, how the world will be once our kids are, uh, are, are adults.
0: Um, I think, uh, at the rate things are going, um, I, I, it's a, I have a dismal view on what the future would be like as far as interpersonal relationships between people. Um, Technology is great, but it's too much. And I think that we are losing our social skills based on the fact that you can just reach out to anybody with a phone or a computer or a tablet whenever you feel like it. So you can be friends with somebody and just walk up, walk past them on, <laughs> in real life, not even know they got on Facebook. But I think our kids, uh, they're going to be smarter. They're definitely going to be smarter than us because they have everything at their fingertips. Um, I just think that we're going to lose out on a lot of quality uh Interactions that we used to have when we were younger. You know what I'm saying? Like being somewhere without a phone all day, you know, hanging out with your friends or family reunions and things like that. Um, actually making a commitment to something without 75 other things coming up that you could possibly do including yeah. people. So I, I just think that um, I think the world will be okay. I just I just don't think we'll have a we won't be a genuine tight-knit society like we used to be.
1: Okay. Um uh Karunbe, man, obviously, you know, you got a daughter just like me, man. Why why do you why do you see the you know, the future of um you know, for our kids?
3: Yeah. Go Jeff. Yeah, man, um I'm I'm not too I'm not too worried about it, to tell you the truth. I know it's bad but my parents probably said the same thing about the future we're in right now. You raise your kids right, and that's the that's what you can hope for. You know, what I'm saying that they learn from what you give them. That's that's the way I see it. But like as of the technology, yeah, man. Like you you think about dating it used to be like meeting somebody, talking to him, to a friend, or you know, running into somebody. Now it's like swipe left, swipe right, swipe left, left, left. nah, nah, right. That's how it is now.
1: Okay. All right. So, uh, Yo, Ab, what's uh, what, what's your take? What's your take on it? Yo, Ab, you there?
2: Oh, my take on it. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. Um, and it makes me a little worried. Like, are they gonna, you know, is it gonna be just, you know, like just it? how our parents were with us, you know, they were saying the same thing, you know. Um, it's it changed drastically to the point we were like, man, is it going to be like it is now? How how like, how like drastic is everything going to be once our kids get older, you know? Um, you know, back in the days we used to watch those movies about how we'd be in, like, the year 2016, be <laughs> riding around in spaceships and all that crap, you know. But here we are, we're not, you know. I mean, uh, technology has evolved, stuff like that, but yeah, I'm kinda of worried the state of the world right now and everything, yeah, it's kinda of scary to even think about, you know what might be, you know, um is it gonna be good, is it gonna be bad, or you know is this 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 next generation gonna, you know, take care of it a lot better than we are, you know? I can only hope yeah. for the best, you know.
3: This generation vote of Trump, they crazy.
2: You know, every parent <laughs> their
3: kids, you know, you better than you, you know, yeah, gotta agree on that.
1: But um, yeah, yeah. So Rochelle, what you what you think about um, you know, the future for our kids?
4: Oh, uh, it's. I honestly don't know what to say besides the fact it's just kind of getting crazy. Like I have a daughter, my daughter only two, but my biggest hope for my daughter is that she doesn't allow. Uh, technology or the biggest thing, uh, the biggest influence of social media to influence her—that she has a mind of her own. It's like I know I know I a lot of things with my siblings. I have siblings between the ages of five and sixteen, five of them, and they're easily influenced by what they see. Like this whole catch me outside chick, like and just <clears> different <throat> trends. These little just what, what's the little kid with the red braids, gachi, What whatever the it's child really name. She can't raise. Yeah. They. Whatever the child's name, but they're just so easily Our influenced. I- I'm exactly. sorry, he's so ratchet. Um, but they're just so easily influenced, and granted, for me growing up, it was music videos or whatnot. It just seems like it's just getting worse over time. Certain trends that they're picking up on. So for me, honestly, I just try to hope, think positive that my daughter just is able to have a mind of her own and just not fall trap into certain things and whatnot, especially with the whole thing of the, the missing kids and whatnot. That scares me the most, especially having a daughter, like that she doesn't get so caught up on online or on social media because I have to catch my, my little sister. She's 16, and she's always on her phone on these little dating things that are on Kik. and I'm like, who are you talking to? Do you know who you're talking to? Like, one time I caught her. She was talking to somebody on Instagram, and I looked at the little boy's name. She thought the little boy was 16 and lived in Maryland. This little boy was all of 10 years old and lived in California. I'm like, you don't know who the heck you're talking to. That could be a grown-behind man plotting on you. Like, you just never know who you're talking to. And my biggest fear for our for the younger generation is are the ones that are behind technology, that use it for bad, that use it for evil, to lure kids and things of that nature.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's when you talk about uh about about Lil Yachty. Um he was on um you know the Breakfast Club, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, but you know, Charlemagne basically told him to his face, you know, that he's the uh, you know, he's pretty much the perception is that he's the uh poster child for um you know the whack the, you know, the the wackest rap whack rappers. You know, I I haven't heard his music. You I know can't what I'm saying? Get obviously, I, can't get I have. Lit. I mean, I got family that you know that obviously they they're what early 20s, so they you know they they bump that shit. You know that's that's their that's their music. So I don't knock them for it. You okay. know what I'm saying? It's, 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 that's that's what they do. That's what they do. I mean, we had our time for music, and that's just yeah. that's just what it'll be. But you know, it's um, you know, it's it's an acquired taste. You know. Which is like you know like Cajun food you know everybody's into it but you know somebody's listening to this shit obviously because he's got over so many views
3: or so many listeners. Y'all, shit listeners. is hot, yo. bad
4: um, that the freaking twenty-one it. savage crap. I I can't.
3: Twenty-one yeah. savage go hard it. in the paint. Have Y'all the niggas hate. Saying don't make no uh, sense. That's
1: what you're no, gonna hate, you hate if you don't like it. like it. That. Is, like you know, what I'm saying like if you don't listen to opera music, that don't mean you hate opera music. It just means you don't like opera music. I also music, listen to I'm opera saying. music. You know what I'm saying? So like you know, oh, like, like 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 Karun, Do you do you listen to Will Smith every day?
3: I do not listen to Will Smith, but I do does have to listen you hate?
1: Does that mean you hating on Will Smith? No. What that means is just you just don't prefer
3: to hear.
4: Well, if you have.
1: Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So I mean and if you wanna kill
4: your brain sucked by listening to Little Yachi, then that's your business. Uh,
1: that's but by that's, all
4: that's, means I'm not about to decipher his lyrics to try to figure out what he's attempting to talk about and he doesn't even know what he's talking about.
1: Yeah. I mean I, I don't again I've I've yet to hear any of his music, so I wouldn't. And you don't I want to. Know.
4: You ain't missing nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm gonna see some of the good stuff yeah yeah they were like, yeah definitely i you know, I'll take a listen, you know what I'm saying to what what it is, yeah this yeah this yes text that to me or whatever, you know, um, Kendrick's album dropped today, um I heard I'm hearing a lot of great things about it, um supposedly it's setting the internet on fire um i'll I'll get a chance to listen to that later on this evening, you know, Kendrick Kendrick is one of my favorite artists that are out, you know what I'm saying right now in in hip hop, you know, I love the message that he sends, you know with his music. Um, so, but I, you know, I, I'm, Rachel, I'm not sure if you're a big Kendrick fan, but, um, you know, it, uh, of, of his albums that have came out to Pimp a Butterfly was like my most, one of my most played albums of 2015. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I played that joint. So I played that album so much, you know, the message, the message in like in his music is just like, you know, phenomenal. And I'm pretty sure, you know, like even with the new single, you know, Humble, that has got like, one, one, uh, one half of our culture upset, the other half is praising it, you know, because he said that he prefers a natural female, you know, that has stretch marks. I don't see the issue um, with even saying that's not That's not saying nothing against the females that don't have that shit. You know what I'm saying? That may have gotten, you know, surgery done so that they don't have that. That's nothing against them. He just said a preference. You know what I'm saying? He just preferred, you know, his females to be, you know, obviously to be natural. And but you know it is what it is. But you are you were still being you know uh, you know a black woman. How did you how did you uh, take that statement?
4: I loved it because he's embracing us us as black women being natural. It's like you look at black women on these TV shows and um, loving hip hop or basketball wise, and you see a lot of them. They have the lipo and they have their fake booze and these fake asses. And it's almost like being in their, la- in their fake lashes and their weeds down to their ass. And, you know, being natural is not something that's promoted heavy for us. Like, you might see a couple, like myself, I have drugs, and you might see some women with natural hair from time to time, but you don't see it being shown in the media, like embracing it, like showing that stretch marks are real and it's okay to have stretch marks or maybe your butt's not that big, but it's okay. Like, you're you. You can still be beautiful and not have to do all the extra stuff. And I truly appreciate him for that. Like, it's okay. You can still be beautiful without all the extra stuff.
1: Right, right. So, e- Ebony, same same question to you. How'd you how'd you feel when you um you know obviously heard Kendrick make that you know that statement about um you know women of our culture? So, ahead. Eb, you there? Yeah, when I heard
2: that, I thought I might have a chance with him after all. Man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Marshawn so, Lynch and Kendrick Lamar,
2: well, yeah, you know, I gotta have a backup, you know, plan A don't work, I gotta give with plan B, you know, keep All it
1: going. Right. right, 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 yeah, yeah, so um, you wanna um just elaborate as far as what um what you what you liked about the uh uh about the statement or our choice
2: <laughs> He's stupid, um, well, I think that's great. You know, a lot, of, a lot of, you know, people, I, it's funny. You know, people say that they embrace it. You know, this and that. But then when you look at their videos. Like, okay, you embrace it. You should embrace everybody. So, you know, I don't know. But it, I mean, it's a good thing that he said that. You know, I, you know, I have seen some more people promoting that as well. You know, it's not all about the fakeness. Um, you know, about you know, people think what beauty is just perfect, flawless skin, no marks. You know, your hair is all nice and you could run a finger through it, you know. I'm natural myself, so, you know, I I think that's a great thing that he embraces it, you know. I, I really do. And um, hopefully more people will get on board with saying, you know what, everybody has their own perception of beauty. You know, it doesn't always have to be this. And, um, you know, as a mother of a four-year-old female, I don't want to look up to, you know, I want to be able to see everything from it, you know, uh, whether it's somebody with stretch marks or, you know, somebody would say whatever, you know, but let her decide on what she thinks, what she likes, you know, and not let the media um, tell her what she what should be and how she should think is beautiful, you know. It it should be left up to her that I, you know.
1: Right. Okay. Um, Yeah. uh, So Jeff, man, obviously, you know, get your take on the whole, uh, obviously the whole the Kendrick album being released and then to the um, you know, the statement that he made in Humble, man. What you what did you think about it, bro? Um, I
3: like this. I like that the song, man. Uh, I don't even see why people get mad over that statement. Only people that get mad over that statement is fake. People who got, who did surgery or got some shit like, that's the only people who will be mad. There's, there's no reason to be mad over him making a statement about, him a natural women that's just you can't win in this world today man you're gonna make nah. somebody man
1: well I mean we do live in a society that does get upset over a fucking Very like sensitive. a tweet we get, yeah over, over tweets and shit <laughs> but For I do have the statement. I
3: do have the album man and yo there's a track up there let me let me, let me kick this joint right quick yeah um, it's like near the, is it God it's not God you got a bunch of fire ones on this month. Excuse me. I got I gotta to go to my uh my trapodex.
1: No man, uh it,
3: but it's just, so I'm just my song right now. Yo, XXX with U two. The song with U two fire um,
1: Wow. Damn we got he got U two on the album? That's dope, man. Um remember yeah remember we were talking
3: about remember a couple of episodes we were
1: talking about like those uh you know those you know diff, like i would say combinations of music you know what I'm saying you, br- you bringing together like rock with uh you know what I'm saying hip hop or like just weird combinations so that's that's pretty dope man um what I wanna say, yeah it's, yeah our society is very 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 sensitive when it comes to shit man like um every every week there's something and then it gets run into the fucking ground. Like this whole Pepsi shit is like just gets, gets read to the fucking ground. This week we got United Airlines. I've I've seen like at least a hundred memes just, you know,
2: talking about <laughs>
1: you know the United Airlines bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And it's um some funny, some it's like, all right, cool, we get the joke, it's done. But, you know, they they had another incident recently where a scorpion fell from the ceiling on top of a, uh, you know, <laughs> passenger. So United just like giving away money. That's what I know. United loves to
3: give away money.
4: And yeah, I thought it was really funny, like, everybody was, you know, in an uproar to say, oh, he got drugged off the plane. Then I read an article where one of the individuals that did volunteer to get off the plane was paid, was actually paid or whatnot. I'm not for sure how true that is. And so As I'm seeing that article circulate, everybody's like, Oh, drag me off the plane, I would have got off the plane. So I'm like, Okay, do you want to volunteer to go off the plane or would you have rather got drug off the plane? It's like, you know, it, it's no no satisfying anybody. Like, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been a been on the plane, done enough flying in my day, flying back and forth from, you know, Miami to uh to Atlanta to to Virginia, um and i I've, I've been in situations mainly leaving out of norfolk going back to like florida is where i'll get that like the, the overbook a flight and ask someone if they want to um you know obviously take like a uh another flight and get like a complimentary like round trip or something like that i've never taken to you know taking um that trip because i got i got um i got shit to do back at home you know normally i was back then i was i was flying back on the same day i was working So I kind of got people like relying on me to be there, you know, so that um, they can be relieved of, you know, relieved of duty. But, um, yeah, it's, it was just, it's insane. You know, like, again, we have all the technology, you know, in the world and people still choose to do wild shit like this, you know, I mean, as far as, um, dragging this guy off the plane, what you thought that wasn't going to go viral. Like what you, what you guys really thought, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's is it's it's insane, like again, and same thing with like the cops and shit i guess the uh, one i guess this guy was out you know um in the middle of the street, and then they just like two cops they just in Georgia, I believe they slammed you know they slammed the guy on the on the pavement, you know, and you know they not nothing in his hand, no guns or anything, they just slammed him on the pavement, like we're going to we're we're going to see this shit, it's gonna happen, you know, so. I no, I don't know, I don't know. Hopefully we can uh we can get some we get some fix. Um so yeah,
2: that when you talk to know their communities better and stuff and to you know people and maybe they wouldn't be so hung home on slamming people up against something, you know, ground beating them handcuffed and you know, things like that. Um, they they just need to get out more in their communities and everything, you know. Um versus just only showing up when there's something bad going on
1: yeah cool well i mean you know um that's pretty much uh you know that's pretty much uh you know this friday's episode of the show but you know obviously before we get out of here we want to give um you know i want to thank everybody that, that you know that called in jeff ebony uh rochelle being new been new to the show would love to have you back on appreciate your feedback um you know evan you know um, you know, it's, you know, it's every everybody that's been on the show. So I just want to give um, you know, obviously having to you time to to give your you know contact information, figure out where people can find you. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, kind of like the network. So uh, you go ahead and let them know your um, you know, your contact information. Sugar Booga on Instagram. Yeah, the Twitter too,
2: right?
1: If you remember it.
2: Yeah, I forgot my Twitter. Hold on. I haven't looked at it in, like, months. Uh, oh, actually, Twitter is Yep,
1: just Kroonbooger. Okay. All right, Kroonbooger. All right, all right. Rochelle, same thing for you. If you want to give out, you know, obviously your contact information, Twitter or anything like that, you're more than welcome to. Definitely understand if you elect not to. Normally, Karunbe remains the mysterious one on the show, so it's all good.
4: That's cool, but... um. My information is locked is on snapchat instagram
1: and twitter oh. right okay yeah well obviously you know me um um romy, uh, romy, romy underscore um mac m a k on uh on snapchat on twitter on instagram. And then Facebook. Oh, uh, if I said Facebook, I'm thinking about the other guy. <laughs> but face, Facebook.com/slash um, Two Cents. and um, you know, we pretty much, you know, try to do our do our best to give you like the best the best show, you know, that um, that we can bring. Um, I appreciate everybody being on the show, you know. This. Oh yeah, one more thing. One more thing before we get out of here. Uh, yeah, Jeff, I don't know if you saw it, man, but Nintendo's going to be discontinuing that uh, that Nintendo Classic you know, that they that they came out with that had everybody, you know, calling up Best Buy, it. Walmart and all that shit, trying to trying to get uh-huh. one. But they're gonna I dis- got one. Yeah, I, got they're
3: gonna on dis-
1: one. I mean I got em- I got emulators on my laptop, so I mean I I've been had Nintendo Classic before it was Nintendo Classic anyway. But um yeah, that's they're they yeah they're thinking, they're gonna do they're gonna do that. They're gonna discontinue that. I don't know. I I thought that, you know uh, I thought that would be a big, big, uh, big money maker for um, for Nintendo. I guess uh, I guess they didn't make as much as they they thought, or maybe they ran out of uh, you know the product. But anyway, I just thought you know toss toss that out there before we get out of here. But um, yeah, that's the end of the show. Appreciate everybody for listening in. Be sure to share um, you know the link to the show on your you know, on your social media and all. That. As always, you know, this is your boy, Romy Mack. I appreciate everybody calling in, tuning in. But we out. Peace.